Hello, and welcome to the Serving Love Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I will be your humble host. Serving Love is an exploration around some of the paths to show up and live as love and to be of service to something greater than ourselves. We will dive deep into topics such as sacred sex, God, goddess, spirituality, and an array of modalities in the world of personal growth. I feel so honored to have the privilege to share with you here. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode five of Serving Love. I'm Meredith, your grateful host. And today on the podcast, I have my very first guest (laughs) and my dear friend, Catherine Hargraves. Oh my God. (laughs) Hello. So happy to be here. (laughs) So fucking excited for this. So I'm just going to jump right in. Yeah. To how Kat and I met. <laughs> the juiciest. We're gonna we're gonna get both sides. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. So <laughs> Kat and I officially met, would you say maybe like a little over a year ago? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we were in the same Burning Man camp in 2019. And I think I never told you this, Kat, but I'm gonna admit it to you now. <laughs> I remember remember seeing you at camp (laughs) and I think you had come out of a mushroom massage with our camp lead and you were in these like insane like red orange pants (laughs) and you were like just like dripping goo and I was like who's that bitch intimidated (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. love it yeah and I think it's been a theme for me that pretty much any woman I've ever been intimidated by pretty much like has ended up being my friend somewhere later on in the game I love that because honestly so I remember seeing you and Navlin and Nicoletta and let's be real Nicoletta was the scariest of all of you (laughs) (laughs) I was like I am not ready for whatever she is serving (laughs) but I remember like y'all were like so embodied in your like just in your femininity and I was like I don't know how to hang there so I'm gonna stay over here (sighs) and look at what life brought like we have so much to learn from one another yeah and thank god it's for the seed planted because then Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kat and I officially met a year later when I was dating a friend from our camp and Kate a a, a cat (laughs) Kate wow (laughs) I was dating another guy you had broken up but you came over one day and you walked in the house and I was like we have to be friends and then Mm -hmm. The men didn't last. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> but I say the gift from that breakup for me was you. Same. Same. <laughs> and let's not forget that we both lived in a tiny little mountain town in Northern California where like literally like 4,000 people and you posted in the Naked Heart Facebook group after you broke up with this he who will not be named. You know who you are. <laughs> Let's keep it legit and, you know, top glove or whatever they want to say. Um, 
but you posted in the Naked Heart Facebook group and you were like, does anyone live in Felton? And I was like, uh, this bitch does. Who the fuck else lives here? <laughs> like nobody <And> else. <laughs> no one. And so I just like, what divine providence that our favorite God brought us together and was like, here you go. You two are lonely. Like you've shucked these men to the side of the road. And <sighs> I mean, I ended up with each other. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So beautiful. And I love that. And that was, you know, a desire today to talk with you about God, because that's something that you and I love talking about in our friendship. <laughs> yes. Yes. Where does everybody want to I know. And I think <clears throat> that word is so scary for a lot of people. It took me a really long time to get to this place where mm-hmm. I could could say the word God, like coming from Catholic school where like the God that I learned was angry, like smited, like you're going to get in trouble kind of God, you know? And then through the years of all of this work, I've come to a place to know higher power of my own understanding. And what does that look like? And I love that so much about you because you have two in your own way. And it looks very different for both of us. But Mm -hmm. it's been such a like point of connection for us and friendship because we get to really talk about it and we're so playful about it. And I love that. And it feels so edgy because I think people hear that and they're like, what the fuck? You know, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like, what is that like for you? Like in our friendship and like, I know that's such a broad topic, but what does that look like for you in your life? Oh my gosh. I love that question. And I just read this recently. I forget who said it, but they were saying like how this person received the message to use God. Like don't shy away from that word because it is a wound that needs to be healed in our culture. Mm. And I feel that big time because I also grew up not like deeply in the church, but um, I was just like, ew, God. Mm. And then there came a point when I was just like, no, I actually love using the word God. Mm-hmm. And I don't use like universe or source. Like I appreciate those, those like um, that other kind of languaging of it. But for me, it's always been God. Once I claimed it, I was like, no, that's, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So God to me, wow. This is something that I still find. Like I have many experiences of God and I think we all do. Right. Um, it does not show up as like a, a one dimensional, like archetype or image or icon. It is a multidimensional being that is so freaky. It breaks your mind. And so for me, like the idea of like, I was just having this conversation today, God as a gendered being is fucking like ludicrous to me. Mm-hmm. That does not I make sense. Bumps. I got, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So like when I think of God, um, First of all, it is the everything. And I'm a huge lover of the paradox. Like I have a lot of trickster energy. Yes. And so, yes. Yes, you do. You know. One of my favorite things about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> you right? to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No. And like what trickster teaches is like often like what we like, we, we get all like caught up in these like, like purity paradigms or like hierarchies of thought. And usually Trickster comes in to be like, like what you thought was true is just like half of the story. Mm -hmm. So like get right with the fact that, and you and I were playing with this on Playa, right? Which is like, yes, 
God is this all encompassing creator, creatrix force of nature. And it's also, you know, God is a poo. God is a fart. <laughs> like, and if you can't grok that version of God too, then I, like, I, I'm not here to like put any boundaries around like who does or does not get God. But like, I would question whether you are fully um, right with God, if you can't appreciate that God exists in everything, even the things that we want to like distance ourselves from, or, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't fucking get with that anymore. A hundred percent. Yeah. And um, I just want to share that favorite frame of our, our, our like night on playas, <laughs> like <laughs> preaching the, preaching the good word at the porta potties. Like, yes, we had been riding all night across playa on our bikes, like the best, like one of my favorite nights this burn, so dancing our faces off. And <sighs> we get to this porta potty way out in deep playa, and we're just like, I don't know why we planted ourselves there. We must have been out there for like 45 minutes, maybe longer. Time didn't even exist. Just like mm. preaching the word of God to everybody yes. coming out of the porta potties and like mm. having so much fucking fun. Like just one of my favorite moments of like truly God is everywhere. And the thing that comes to me is like, yes, God is us, but so not us, you know, like mm-hmm. attach it to us like it coming through us, I find, you know, when people like the ego gets attached to like, oh my gosh, I am a channel. Like the Mm -hmm. truth is we all are. And it's like removing the body that it's coming through, Mm. you know, it's like, sure. Yes, I am. I am open to source. It's coming through me, but like, we all get to have the ability to do that. But where Mm. it gets dangerous is when people attach it to it being about their like human form and about yes. being like the chosen one you know because mm. it's like mm-hmm. we are all it we are all god everything so so yes agreed <laughs> agreed sister we this idea of like <clears throat> and i think that creates so much like division and hierarchy too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like all of these arguments around like who gets access to god Mm-hmm. who is god right who connects who gets it and at the end of the day i'm like what a distraction from the real like from the reality that we need to oh, engage with yeah and so to me it's just like that point of view is so alienating to be like i am the chosen prophet i have received this and it's like we're all here to help see um to help contribute to help like realize and through that to see what god is so god is incomplete if one of us is not here because we all carry like those little pieces Mm -hmm. i love that and i feel like that's kind of like the perfect segue for you to tell us all about what it is that you do because i feel like spirit moves through you in such an incredible way and i think that people should know thank you (laughs) um (laughs) what do I do? Uh, so what do I do? Um, so I would say that I'm a teacher. That's been, um, one of the ways in which I move in this world. And, um, the past two years ago, I was initiated into a lineage of West African medicine that does not have an official name. It is held by the people of the Dagara, which is a tribe that is located in Burkina Faso and Ghana. 
Um, I like to think of it as wild medicine because it is an elemental um, tradition. It works with the elemental beings and spirits of this planet um, and, and not just located on this planet, right? But for, for our contextual purposes. Um, so it works. And this is actually where God became really like manifest for me. Like it actually moved from an abstraction to a reality. And what I love about this lineage, this medicine is that, um, so I commune with the spirit of the mountain. I commune with the spirit of the earth. I commune with the spirit of the water Mm. and all of our world is animated by spirit, right? So like rock is not just like a dead thing. Rock is like mineral is considered the keeper of, of history, And we know that, like we see history embedded as fossils in rocks, but we, we kind of like remove the, the larger understanding of like what that actually means that the rock has literally um, carried the memory of all of time with it. Mm -hmm. And so to work with a medicine that is number one, super grounding, it like connects you more deeply on this planet Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a really powerful medicine for this time. Cause I notice a lot of people are just kind of like up in this, like 5d, like gotta yeah. ascend, ascension, ascension. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, and I love that. I'm just gonna like on that is I believe our spirits came here into these bodies onto planet earth to live on planet earth. Yeah. Like our souls wanted to be here and it's such an honor to be here on this planet in this time, like to live in our bodies with our feet on the earth. Mm -hmm. So I love that you're doing that work because there is so much work about ascend, you know, transcend everything. Mm -hmm. And I really get that your work and I know this because I've experienced it and it's incredible and I can speak more to that after, but it's like, no, how do we ground here on this planet right here, right now and open to like what's here in front of us? Yes, dude, that's the paradox of it, right? Like at the heart of everything is a paradox. Once you accept that, then you can actually use like both sides of it. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's like, oh, in actually becoming more grounded, you open up more opportunities to experience more of what I would describe like an ascendant state, right? Like yes. you unlock supernatural abilities. You start to tap into other forms of your power. Mm. And like for a long time, like, believe me, I was like very out of my body and was like, oh, ascension is so cool. Yeah. Um, But this medicine has actually, because it has to me demonstrated how God actually works through things mm-hmm. because in becoming more connected to the web of life and it, is a web right it's like everything has consciousness Mm. it removes the burden of me needing to be that like all-knowing channel of the godhead and to actually like hold all of the human and historical knowledge of history which is impossible Mm -hmm. but instead I just get to plug into like okay what does the mountain have to say what does the mountain know about this and that actually helps me experience a more um, like the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know what I'm saying? It just like physically grounds it for me in a way that I had never experienced before. Mm-hmm. And it's opened up new doors and capacities and senses for me to move through the world and um, 
utilize more of the information as it arises. Mm-hmm. So you just become kind of like part of the fabric of reality instead of a casual observer of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and I wanna, I would love to hear a bit more about like what it actually looks like to work with you because it is so unique to, mm. you know, like if there, I, you know, I've been to so many healers and different modalities and like, and like what you do is different. Like I really experience you communing with the ancestors and, you know, as much as you can let us know, cause a lot of it feels sacred. So like, mm-hmm. I would love to hear you share like as much as feels an integrity about, about what it actually looks like, because it is so it's fascinating to me, Mm -hmm. like the physical things that you work with and how you like speak to the ancestors and they come through and and then they speak to people through you. It's like, it's wild and it's so healing. (laughs) Yes. Um, I would love to speak about it. And it's one of my favorite things. So I will say that I come from a decade of working in technology. So I have a deep understanding of like how, what technology is, how it works, how it drives our experience of reality, et cetera. And so when I came into this lineage, I was shook because when I sat down in front of a diviner for the first time, um, your ex as it happens, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this is a piece of primal technology. Mm -hmm. And what I'm describing is, yeah, yeah. So, I'm a stick diviner mm-hmm. and that's that's actually like the um there's many forms of divination in this tradition there's like nine different kinds of divination and right now I'm initiated specifically as a stick diviner so I'll just say that there's other ways of accessing this channel but this is mine mm-hmm. and so what that means is I have a stick a very powerful stick mm-hmm. and um this stick is one of the pieces of this primal technology and um What's also funny, I love to share this is like before I came into this lineage, whenever I was like on plant medicine, I would always be in nature and I would find myself a stick and I would call it my pointer finger to the universe. Mm. And it would tell me things. It would like take me around and I'd be like, and I just thought that was me being on plant medicine. And then when I actually experienced this medicine, I was like, oh, no, no, no. The stick has been telling me things like I just intuitively understood. Right. So I have this stick and I have what is called a kit. And this kit contains what looks like forest debris. If you were to come across my basket, like (laughs) on the street, you'd be like, this is weird. I'm not going to touch this. This looks like a homeless wizard, you know, it's like gathered a bunch of random crap from the road. It's like bones, shells, um, stones, like feathers. Um, But each one of these pieces in this kit has a very specific archetypal meaning. Mm. And for anyone who's interested or knows about archetypes, they are universal like themes. So, um, and it's, but it's different than what we might understand. You know, there's no like queen piece in, in my kit, but there are very specific meanings attached to each piece. Like for instance, um, let me give an example. So the mother earth piece, Tembalo, Timbalo speaks to the energies of the mother earth. So that is like the, um, it could be creator energy. It could be the energy of like groundedness. It could be belonging. It could be Mm. home. Mm. So kind of there's like a frequency and an energetic that is connected with it. 
And it's my job as the diviner to listen for the story of where that connects to your situation. Mm. And so to, to kind of go even deeper into how it works, if you were to sit down in front of me, which you have, mm-hmm. if you were to come to me for a div, before entering the space, whether that's the Zoom room or the actual physical room, you would speak your prayers or questions out loud into a quarter. And I would not listen. I would not hear them. It would be outside of earshot. And that is your currency to the spirit world. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because people come in and I'm like, oh, don't tell me what you asked. I don't want to know. And that removes all bias and like agency um, or agenda, I should say, that I have. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what the hell you've asked. And I come in and I do an opening invocation. I set the space. And basically what I will do is my stick is the, um, like it's, it's, it's what confirms for me what's happening. So how that works is it will pick out specific pieces and usually what will pick them out in the order of the questions you asked. Mm. So, and I will sit there and I'll pick up piece by piece and I will ask it a series of questions. And these questions are very intuitive um, because I have a sense of what the piece means, but it's up to me to kind of unpack that into the story. So as I'm asking this piece, these questions, I start to get hits of information. Mm-hmm. And I'm a claircognizant and clairsentient being, which means that my forms of um, knowing come through in, um, or rather like my psychic information comes through as knowing or feeling. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden I'll just know something. I'll be like, huh, like um, this person is afraid of death and there's something here about that. And so I'll get these hits and I just, it's like following the thread of energy and it'll start to reveal what's happening. And then finally, at some point I have enough information. I'll say to you, I'll be like, hey, Meredith, it's telling me that um, you have this fear of death and it's preventing you from moving forward in your life because you're afraid to take a risk around the thing that you truly love and care about Mm. and the other person will sit back and be like how do you know that Mm. and I'm like that's what they told me Mm -hmm. so what ends up happening is they give me a series of messages like what is happening with this person and then they give me rituals and these rituals are what open the way. And I say that because this is a medicine to open the way. If there's a block in your way, if there's an obstacle in your path, this medicine is designed to help you identify what that is and remove it. So you can walk your your earth walk. So rituals, and you've received them. And I'd love to hear like your experience because yeah. they are unique to you. Yeah. And, and they're wild too. You're like, wait, yeah. what? I have to do what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want to share? Like, I, do you feel called to share some yeah, of the rituals totally. that I gave you? Well, yeah. I love it because I think I the the thing that comes through for me the most is so Kat so like lovingly I was going through a hard time with the loss of a friend earlier this year and Kat so graciously gifted me a divination kind of like really help me, you know, move through that. And I just remember you telling me like the grandmothers were happy with me. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like that just felt so true for me. You know, I was like, oh my God, all of this work I've been doing for the past 10, almost 12 years. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like 
it's working, you know, just like trudging through the mud, you know, all the ups, all the downs, all of it. And then just hearing that they were happy with me felt like such affirmation, Mm. you know, and it really felt true. And, and that was interesting for me because in my first divination, it was like my grandfather coming through um, that my ex gave me about my grandfather. And that Mm. felt so true too. So I have had two divinations Mm. and, and it's beautiful because it's like, when I, when I feel the truth coming through, like I can actually mm. feel the ancestors, you know, I can feel the ancestors yes. coming through, like speaking through you because you've removed mm-hmm. yourself enough to allow them, you know, to speak. And which is something that I love about you so much is like, you don't walk around like telling everybody that you're like this brilliant diviner. Like you're like, no, this is like my, my gift, you know, this is my mm-hmm. service. And, mm-hmm. and then it, you know, it just feels so true. So I remember that. And then I remember one of the rituals being that I had to go write my name in the earth and yes. then like, pour milk and honey on it. And then mm-hmm. like speak my name to the earth. I think I like I had to be naked. I mean, it was like a whole Ooh. thing, you know, I have chills to, just hearing you yeah, talk about it. To really like, you know, like set in stone, like I am here. I walk Mm -hmm. like I am here on this planet. And I love that because that so speaks back to what you're saying before about like, I am here walking this earth, you know? And it's like a claiming of like, I am here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And the other one you gave me, which is like, oh my God, of course we're talking about God is that I was supposed to, I I had to go into this field and like have a circle of like milk, honey, salt and lay in it and like, like give myself over to God, like allow myself to be taken by God. Like how turned on I was about like, like receiving God, like letting God take me. Cause like the truth is there's like so much desire. I mean, I think as humans, we just want to be like filled, right? Like we're like, we want to be nourished and filled. And it's like letting myself be like fucked by God. Yes. Like, there is no greater filling than that. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Woo. This got PG-13 real quick. I love that for our listeners. Yeah. I mean, we're going to go there, right? Like, yes, yes, yes. The conversations that we have is like truly letting myself be taken by God. And then it's like, mm-hmm. then it is just that like your, your cup is overflowing. Yeah. Now then it's like the need to like go out and try to like fill, fill, fill with all of these things outside mm. of yourself. Like it like, it like falls away. Yes. As you were speaking that, I was like, (laughs) how beautiful, right? Because I feel like so many people are like, we look to other people for pieces of ourselves. We're like, do you have this piece? Can you complete me? Are you my soulmate? And when we actually partner, which is what we're doing, right? When we do these rituals, we are partnering with the spirit world. Yeah. And that is actually where we need to be turning our, 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 like, the parts of us that need that affirmation or that validation, it's like, that's where you fill that first. Mm-hmm. And so like hearing you talk about that and like knowing what you've gone through in the past year in your own healing mm-hmm. journey. And like, y'all, I saw you at the burn this year. You in <laughs> the, what is it? Three years? I'd say we've been officially friends for a year, but I've known you for three years. Yeah. 
and you turned a massive corner like you were no I don't want to put words in your mouth but it felt like whereas before you might have been looking to men to kind of like give you something or bring something 100% you were lit up as you like lit up in your spirit Mm -hmm. it was like (laughs) lies to honey because you weren't out there seeking it from anyone hundred percent and I love that because I feel like you and I really met each other in that way this burn like we were both in that impenetrable spot like Mm -hmm. so had ourselves and our own backs and like such deep self-love and it was so fun to play with you in that place Mm -hmm. because there was no like pulling, reaching, chasing, like the, the kind of fun that we had, I think is like something I've always dreamt of is like just being so fucking happy on my own. But like, like, you know, I just think of us dancing on the dance floors. Like we were like dancing separately, but together, you know, and it's like, like nobody else there, you know, there was nothing in us that was like, where's the guy or, you know, chasing, Mm -mm. or we got to be at the coolest party, or we have to be doing this, or we should be seeing that. It was like, what do we actually want to do? How do we want to feel? Like, where do we want to dance, you know? And Mm. it happened to be like by ourselves and the way back, you know, like, it was so fucking amazing. And that had to be one of my favorite frames is just how good it felt to be so truly sovereign and not Mm -hmm. in a way that's like, I don't need other people. It's like, I love other people, but I'm full you know, Mm. like there's no, there's nothing or anybody outside of me that needs to then like complete me now. Amen. Also one of my favorite nights and like the beauty of that night is exemplified by, I remember we were both like lost in our own dance, like (sighs) journey. And then we'd look like open our eyes and look at each other. And it was just like, like the joy on your face was so (laughs) complete. It was like, we get to live this life. We get to be in these bodies. We're fucking like beautiful. Like just the energy of it. As you say, it was so complete. It was not like, I need something more to make this right, to make it better, to make it real. Yeah, We were that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was such a beautiful frame to like, look at you and see you in all your motherfucking glory. Just like dance it. Like you're so fucking hot. And I was just like, oh my God. God. And, and it was so beautiful because then also like in terms of friendship, it's like when you are full, then you also bring that into your friendship and your sisterhood, because it's like, you know, yes, we're there as a support for each other. And there's no like, like neediness. Like, I don't need you to like caretake me. I don't need you to make it better. There's no like pulling on even a friend to like be your emotional support you know? Mm-mm. No. And can I say like, you give me such a huge gift that night, like mm-hmm. beyond the gift of, and I, I was sharing this with one of our mutual friends, Navlin, and I was just like, I felt like, first of all, you and I got to like, we've been friends, we've been cultivating and building, but that was the night where I was like, this is my motherfucking girl. Like, yes. you are ride or die now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we did like a blood pack. I left so hard with you that night. Oh my, we left so hard. Like, I remember that's why we stayed in the porta potties, but like, we literally biked up being like, we gotta pee so bad. Spent 45 minutes hollering about God. And then we're like, oh yeah, the potties. 
but like you okay so first of all everyone for those who don't know that you are a shabari like what is, what is the word like mistress like what do they call the shabari people yeah I've taught some shabari like Japanese rope bondage for those of you who don't know it's this beautiful beautiful ancient art of tying mm-hmm. and it can be done with a lot of different like kinds of material of rope and I mean, gosh, that's like its whole own podcast, but Kat had the desire to be tied that night. And so I put a simple chest harness on her and she just was like in it. I feel like, <laughs> what did that feel like yes. for you? I'm curious what that brought out in you. Okay. So that was a super deep healing. And so first of all, for everyone who is not there, um, I was I was totally naked underneath. Like I had pants on and it's I had out. this chest harness. Tits were out. Tits it's were out. like <laughs> like I remember you kind of cut them to be like, are they freaky enough? Does this harness do them justice? And I was like, thank you. And so first of all, there's kind of two aspects to this one. Something I know that I my nervous system really loves is containment. Mm-hmm. And like literally it sometimes feels like I need a hand on my chest to like hold all the energy. Yeah. And so when you put that on. Like, I finally felt like I was like, oh my, like, whoa, Mm -hmm. what a difference to my nervous system to have such a complete hold. And then it occurred to me afterwards, I don't know if I shared this with you, but we were out all night long, literally like praising God, dancing in our joy, biking miles across that, like (laughs) miles, miles. oh my God, (laughs) we biked literally five times across that entire (laughs) quiet. And it occurred to me when we got back and you unbound me, I was like, that vibration, that frequency has literally been bound to my body. Mm-hmm. And it felt like it was like a re, like, I, I don't even quite have the language for it. It was like an injection or like, like if you were to think about how you incorporate energies into you, it's like, we kind of braid them in. We like mm-hmm. integrate them. Yeah. And so it was like such a powerful ritual for me to be tied by a sister mm. to be seen completely like in my joy and with like, you know, my body exposed. And then to feel like those things are now like braided into me. Like my mm-hmm. body has that imprint that memory yeah it was was powerful yeah and then I loved like coming home at the end of the night you know we were like got home late late for us in our book (laughs) everybody else's burning man late is a little different than ours for us that means like 3 or 4 a.m and at burn typically everybody's getting back the next day at 10 a.m so anyways we get back and we're sitting there and it just was like such a beautiful moment to then take it off yeah you know mm-hmm. and it's just like such a sweet moment to to like to have the kind of sisterhood with you and with the other women in my life of like we get to gift each other in that way you know and like just like yes. you give me such great gifts like you know to be able to reciprocate mm-hmm. that and to be to be with women who are so fully in their power and stand so fully for themselves mm. is just like I mean I think I thank God every single day that I get to have that in this lifetime because it's so fucking powerful to have sisterhood in that way. Mm. Sister, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> like what I really received at this burn was um 
you know, like, I think a lot of us like walk in the world and are like, I have all these incredible gifts and talents and like things to give the world, but not all of them are appreciated or seen or welcome or even like understood. Yeah. And every time, but this year, especially, and this community, especially so deeply reflected back to me, the parts of myself that like, I know are there, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's like a lot of my work is like holding this energy in the world and getting a lot of like clap back around it getting a lot of people who are like I don't get it it's too much it's too weird Mm -hmm. who are you Mm -hmm. and so just to have this like incredible community of mirrors who have no agenda like there is nothing that you need or want from me that obstructs that view you just see clearly and like that is the gift that goes beyond everything for me and also just like none of you is too much. Thank you. You know? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> like it's so yes. perfect and like I want more, you know? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just think like I think about the moment when um so just like a little bit of context, Kat had her own temple at burn this year like she built her own fucking sub camp like this is how powerful this bitch is like she was like no I don't just want a workshop I want a whole fucking sub camp dedicated mm-hmm. to this work yes it was so beautiful and our camp built this whole huge dome and Kat had like an incredible altar in it and all these amazing rituals and like things happening all the time and like you're at burn and you're like holding all of that you know, and having your burn and teaching other workshops, like you're holding a lot, you know, you're holding it down. And mm. on the like, I can't, it was like, maybe the last day you're supposed to have a death ceremony. <laughs> and we had some hard weather this year at burn. And a big old gust of wind came through camp and knocked down Kat's temple. Mm-hmm. Lady mm-hmm. temple. I guess I don't even want to call it. I mean, it's like, it was of you, but it was, you know, this thing that yeah. you built and what, you know what I mean? and um and I and Kat wasn't there when it happened and and myself and other people were cleaning it up and the altars everywhere strewn across all her feathers and, and everything and I'm thinking oh shit you know like I just really hope nobody gets to Kat before I do <laughs> you know so I walk back to camp and I'm like okay I'm kind of like on the lookout seeing when you're gonna like trace through and And Kat comes through and I walk up to her and I'm all calm. And I'm like, Kat, I have something to tell you. Like your temple has fallen. And like, you literally didn't even miss a beat. And you're like, well, that's what God wants for me. (laughs) Just so like, I was just like, damn. (laughs) The amount of trust and surrender that just flew out of your mouth with like out of thought. I was just like, wow, you know, like, wow, I was like, mm. waiting for I don't even know what, but just the fact that you took it with such grace, just mm. like blew my mind. So I just think that's so like telling of all this work that you do. It's like, fucking shit can be chaotic. There's like, a, you know, life can be a storm it's a fucking mess sometimes yes and you're just like grounded okay trusting surrender like it just is in your being 
at this Mm. point, you know, to like something that big could happen. And for you to not be like, oh my God, you know, like totally in a panic and freaked out, you know, like you were just calm as could be and was like, all right, this is what it is. (laughs) And I just like love that moment so much. I love that you were the one to give me the news because (laughs) I had some crazy ideas. I was like, who the fuck destroyed my altar? Like (laughs) I was on the war path when I came around the corner, but you know what? And (laughs) that was such a huge teaching for me. And the funny part was, I don't know if I shared this with you, but I received the message before, like two days before the burn from my guides and they were like don't forget girl there's no temple and I was like what <laughs> you asked me to bring this temple do not tell me after you know <laughs> nine months of drama and chaos and this and that that there's no temple I was getting sassy with spirit <laughs> yeah I was like tell me it later and then sure enough literally the night I was my death ceremony was the last ceremony and so how fucking timely <sighs> Mm-hmm. that it gets blown over and what I learned in that moment because again this whole temple is about like the elements it's about connecting with the earth mm. and when I went to go see it after it got blown over all that was left was the sign which is like what <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to stay a sign and this like outline this ring in the dirt mm. and I was looking at it and I was like oh fuck here I am talking about working with the elements and all these things, but I built a wall. I put a wall between me and the mm-hmm. earth. And so mm-hmm. it was so powerful to be like, this is the real temple. Yeah. And we did the death ceremony in this ring and we like, we got in the dirt. We like fucked the dirt. We like kissed the dirt. We licked the dirt. We spoke our prayers to the mountain spirits. It was primal. And I was like, none of that could have happened if the temple had been there. Yeah. So. Epic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nature, nature spoke. And. Listened. <laughs> Thank you. It's hard sometimes. Yeah. Because you want it to go your way, but then you're like, I'm not in control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Mm. Thank oh you. Goddess. Ah! <laughs> There's so many other places we could go. Uh, always. Um, before we close, is there anything else? I feel like this is kind of like a good place to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like until next yes. time, because I feel like there's always more we can chat about, but we like dropped it like a, like a lot of hot stuff right now. I think about. this hour went by so quickly. <laughs> but yeah. Tell the people where they can find you. And then I'm going to put links in the show notes mm-hmm. to your site and we'll post about it. But yeah, tell us. Tell us how we can find you and mm-hmm. so the easiest place to find me is my website and it's you are the magic spelled all spelled the normal way dot us mm-hmm. and um that's my website it has all my offerings it has ways to get in contact with me it has my yeah basically it's it's the home of me on the internet and my work um and I do a lot of like ritual work I do some um obviously stick divination. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone's curious about that, I think it's the best way to experience the wild medicine and really understand how 
um, how ritual can ground you and give you so much medicine. Mm -hmm. So um, highly recommend reaching out if you have questions or if you're interested in that. I love giving divination. Yay! 1010 recommend reach out to Kat, talk to your ancestors, heal all your shit. It's so powerful. Amen. Yay! Is there anything Amen. else you want to say before we close? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> we love her. We, we love, love her. Theirs. We love it. We love him. We love them. We love all of it. I know. I want a God pronoun. Like, what God is pronoun. it? God pronoun. What even is that? Oh my God. Chew on that, people. Mm. <laughs> yes. Reach out if you discover what it is. Let us know. <laughs> we want to know what it is to you. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I love you all. And until next time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Serving Love Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends. You can find me in social media as Meredith Lynn. Until next time, I wish you lots of love.